0: Get ready to live fearlessly free with Heather Bunch. Have you ever tried to change something about yourself and failed? I know I have. What about, do you struggle fulfilling your God-given purpose? Like you start and you stop and you start and you stop, but you never get anywhere? Have you ever wondered, is it worth it all? Is it worth all the effort, the pain, the struggle to live a different life? Welcome to Live Fearlessly Free. I'm your courageous coach, Heather Bunch, and I am here to help you live a life that is fearlessly free so you can stop hiding, you can show up fully yourself, and you can fulfill your God-given purpose. Now, today we are continuing our discussion on upper limiting beliefs. Two episodes ago, I talked to you about the zone of genius and how it's the zone that we can live and work out of that we get the highest ratio of abundance and satisfaction in life. So as we're fulfilling our God-given calling, when we are walking in our zone of genius and using it more often, we are better serving others and we're enjoying it more as we're doing it and feeling more fulfilled. But as we move into our zone of genius, we hit blocks. They're invisible blocks that are trying to stop us and sabotage us. And bring us back down. So we stop working in our zone of genius or we stop enjoying it. But it is a block that keeps us from our God given calling and keeps us from enjoying life to the fullest. So, last episode, we talked about four upper limiting beliefs, fears, blocks that stop us from fulfilling our God-given purpose, from living and walking in our zone of genius. And so today we're going to continue that conversation on how do we get rid of these upper limiting beliefs? So today's going to be for you. If, if you see that you have some upper limiting beliefs, beliefs that are blocking you, Beliefs that are limiting you, but you're not sure what to do next. I'm also going to be talking to you if you want to live a different life. Like you're tired of where you're at right now. Maybe you're the one that starts and stops and starts and stops and you're done with it. You're tired. No more. And if you desire to remove... Those upper limiting beliefs that you have placed on yourself. But you're not sure how? I am definitely talking to you today. Today is your day, my friends. Because, look, we all have upper limiting beliefs. We all have a belief that limits the amount of enjoyment and satisfaction and fulfillment we can get out of life. We have beliefs that stop us, and literally we self-sabotage ourselves when we reach for new, higher levels. Remember, an upper limiting belief is like the thermostat. If you set a thermostat at 72 and your house warms up, the sun's coming in through the windows, and your temperature raises to 74, what does the thermostat do? It kicks on the air conditioning, And it drops it back down to that beautiful, wonderful, lovely, comfy 72. Your upper limiting belief works the same way. When you are reaching for a higher level, when you are stepping out of your comfort zone and walking in your calling, when you're doing something new, when you're pushing yourself past the fear, you are raising the temperature of your life. But then those beliefs, those upper limiting beliefs come in and go, oh, oh, no, my friend. That's too much. That's too scary. You can't do that. You can't outshine somebody. You're going to leave people behind if you do that. No, no, you're not good enough to do that. Something's wrong with you. You can't, you can't reach that high. You can't do that much. If you do that, you're going to be disloyal. To your family. And that triggers that fear in you. And you, without even thinking about it, self-sabotage and bring yourself right back down. You get in a fight with your spouse. You get upset. You get down in the molly grubs right after you did something amazing. Possibly you got sick. But it stops you in your tracks. It limited how far you could go. It limited the level of life that you could live. This is not the way God wants us to live. Now, I'm going to go over real quickly the four upper limiting beliefs. These are the most common upper limiting beliefs that people have. Number one, fear of fu- that you're fundamentally flawed. Like something's wrong with you. And you don't deserve this success because you're not enough. You're broken. You're different. Nobody's like you. And, you know, so you don't deserve it. Number two, fear that success will cause you to be disloyal or leave people behind. If you go to another level, your friends around you, are going to start feeling uncomfortable. And they might even make comments about how different you are and why are you trying to do this or reach that level or do these things. Why don't you just hang out with us? It's more, we're having more fun here. What's wrong with you? They're making you feel disloyal or that you're going to leave people behind. Maybe they don't even say anything to you, but you just feel that way. That's like a a belief that you put on yourself. Number three, fear that greater success brings more burden. Burden either to yourself because you're going to have to work harder. There's more things to do. There's more things to think about. Someone maybe that their finances increase. Now they're worried about, oh, I got to keep it and I got to do all these things. And now I'm going to have to pay more taxes and I'm going to have to get the accountant. I'm going to have to fear that it'll bring more burden. Maybe it's burden on your family. If you start stepping up and you start walking in your dreams and you start pursuing things that you hadn't pursued before, maybe your family's gonna have to take up some more slack. Maybe they're gonna have to do the laundry every now and then to help out or the dishes or help clean house. But it'll put more burden on them. And you don't want any of that. That's an upper-limiting belief. And the fourth one is fear of outshining others. That we're afraid that if we push to a new level, we go to a new level in our life, we're enjoying life more, we're fulfilling our good given purpose, we're stepping out, we're doing new things, and we're succeeding, then we're going to make somebody else look bad because maybe they're not succeeding. We're afraid we're going to outshine them. Maybe you're afraid of outshining a sibling. Maybe you're out, afraid of outshining a parent. Maybe you're afraid of outshining a friend. I get that. I I have two out of the four upper limiting beliefs that I've been working on. So I get that. I've struggled with the fear of feeling fundamentally flawed. And I've talked to you about that. I, episode 24, I did a whole thing on identity. I struggled with that. I'm not enough. And I'm broken. And something's wrong with me. And I'm different. I don't fit into the mold. I don't have the right personality to to be a leader. That's what I've believed. And that held me back for decades. And same for fear of outshining others. These upper limiting beliefs do not serve us. And when we succumb to them when we let them rule our lives, then other people miss out on the brilliance that we have to bring to the world. So I talked to you about the first thing you need to do. I did this in the last episode, that you need to shine a light on the upper limiting belief. You need to be aware of it. That's the first thing you got to do. You got to even know it exists. So like which upper limiting belief do you struggle with? Once you do that, now what? I mean, because you know you need to see it for what it is. But you're not going to get rid of it if you just see it and go, Oh, hey, there you are. It's It's good to see you. Want to do lunch? You know, it's not going away that way. We have to renew our mind to be able to remove the upper limiting belief. What I want to do though, before we even get to that point, is today I want to act, actually talk to you about preparation. It's, it's kind of like the thing you do before you actually do the thing. So before you remove the upper limiting beliefs, I want to talk about four things that you need to be willing to to do different in order to be able to remove the upper limiting beliefs. We have to, this is like going to pave the pathway and make it easier for you when you get to the point of actually doing the work to remove the upper limiting belief. It's like prepping your soul, okay? We're going to do a little preparation here. So the first thing I want you to be willing to do is I want you to be willing to want different. You have been living life probably for decades, depending on how old you are, one way. And it's been that way for a long time. And you're used to it. And you're comfortable with it. Even if it's terrible and you don't like it, you know it. You see, our dreams, our God-given purpose, everything that's out in front of us is unknown. We don't exactly know how it's going to turn out. I believe it's going to turn out good because that's, that's the God we serve. But we don't know like the details and how it's going to work and what kind of struggles are we going to go through and you know, when's it going to happen and all of that jazz. And sometimes we just stay where we're at because we're not willing to want different. We have to be willing to want something different, to want a different life, to want to be different. So you got to be willing to want different. Number two, you have to be willing to think different. Our thinking up to this point has got us to where we are. So wherever we've gotten so far in life, our thinking got us there. I have um, multiple episodes I've done on this, but, but I talk about this concept of we think, we feel, and then we choose. That is from Dr. Carolyn Leaf. She's a a Christian neurologist or neuroscientist. We think a thought, then we feel a feeling, and then we make a choice. And we do it. So it all starts with a thought. We have to be willing to think different in order to do different We have to be willing to think different, even in order to feel different. We have to be willing to look at our thoughts and go, Is my thoughts lining up with God's word? And then we have to be willing to change it if they don't. So, are you willing to think different? Number three. We have to be willing to feel different. Remember, we think, we feel, and we choose. When we think different, then we get to feel different. But you know what? Sometimes we like the way we feel. Sometimes feeling Like we're unappreciated or when we're in the mully grubs. Or we would look at that that negative type feeling and on the outside go, of course I don't want to feel that way. But sometimes we get addicted to the drama of it all. Do you ever notice how when you're watching TV, there is so much drama. Like they can turn, they turn cooking shows into drama. Like everything is drama. We are addicted to drama. That's a feeling. And we have to be aware are we addicted to drama in our own life? Are we addicted to feeling negative about ourselves? Are we addicted to feeling sad or depressed? Or feeling like nothing could ever change, like whatever that negative feeling is, are we addicted to that? And if we are, are we willing to change how we feel? And yes, we can change how we feel because when we change our thoughts, we change our feelings. Our feelings will eventually go along with with our thinking patterns. But we got to be willing to to even change it. To to feel different. If we're going to do what God's called us to do, we cannot do it in a depressed state. We can't do it full of anger or rage. We can't do it feeling sad. Irritated. Upset. These are not feelings that are going to produce the highest level of fruit in our life. The fruit of the Spirit. Look at it. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. We want the fruit of the Spirit working in our life. Not the fruit of our flesh. The, the, The thing that maybe it feels good in the moment to feel bad for ourselves and to nurse an old wound. But we are not going to fulfill our God-given purpose that way. We are not going to be able to remove the upper limiting beliefs that are blocking us from fulfilling our God-given purpose. We have to be willing to feel different. So are you willing? Are you willing to feel different? And the last thing is this. We need to be willing to do different. We think, we feel, we choose. We get to choose what we do, how we act, our choice. We have to be willing to get comfortable being uncomfortable. We have to get willing to step out of our our comfort zone. We have to be willing to do the thing that we may not want to do in order to get what we want. In order to fulfill our God-given purpose, we have to do different. But in order to do different, first, you've got to be willing to do that. Are you willing? I look back at my life. And 20 years ago, I would have to tell you, I was not willing to want different. I was comfortable where I was at. I, I, I consciously would have said, oh yeah, I, I want a different life. But I wasn't willing to think differently to get it. I wasn't willing to feel differently because I felt like a victim. I felt like I couldn't do anything about it. I got stuck in my thoughts of you're not good enough and you're not this enough and you're not that enough. And I wasn't willing to do different. I was totally not willing to do different. Too scary. Oh no, too scary. And this was a process for me to get to the point where I finally decided to be willing to want something different with my life. And for me, I'm gonna say my wake-up moment was really my my divorce from my first husband. Where I woke up to I want something different. I don't want to just live my life merging with other people because that's what I did. That that's my my thing that I did. I didn't live my own life. Now I'm not advocating for divorce, but you know, there are times when it happens. And what are you going to do with that? I decided that I wanted different. I decided I no longer wanted to be the victim. And let let my feelings rule my life. And my feelings of being unwanted or the victim or I'm not good enough. To rule my life. I, I wanted to be willing to think different. I wasn't there yet. I wasn't thinking different. But I was willing. I was willing to feel different finally. Like, and, and this one I would say came when I was reading the 4-8 Principle. But learning how to live a joy-filled life. Joy beyond my circumstances. I finally got to the point where I was willing to feel different. That even when my circumstances were crappy, I didn't have to feel like crap. But I could feel full of joy. Joy of the Lord is my strength. But I had to be willing to feel different. That was the first step. That was the preparation So that I could then choose to feel differently. And then I had to be willing to do different. Finally stepping out of my comfort zone. And you know what? When I finally was willing to do it. Then that enabled me to start doing it. And start doing different my life is entirely different today than it was 25 years ago. I am a different person for the better. That is what God wants for you. If you are sitting there and you're looking at your life right now and it's like, it's not where I want it to be. And, and maybe it's not your life's going to hell in a handbasket, but you're just, you feel stuck. You know those upper limiting beliefs are blocking you and stopping you from all God's called you to be and do. And maybe you're on the journey, but you're feeling the blocks along the way. This is still your path, my friend. This is still the preparation that you need. Be willing to want different. Be willing to think different. Be willing to feel different. And be willing to do different. Ask yourself those questions. Decide for yourself if you're willing. If you're willing to live a different life than what you're living now. If you're willing to remove those upper limiting beliefs and be all God's called you to be. Are you willing to do that? It's your choice. God's not going to make us do this. It's our choice. Sometimes we advocate, abdicate, wrong word, abdicate our choices to God. As believers, a lot of times we're like, if it's God's will, yeah, it's God's will. He's called us to good works. He's given us gifts and talents to use for the kingdom. We are called As disciples of Christ, to go into all the world, to preach the good news, and to make disciples. My calling, I really believe, is to make disciples. That's why I'm talking to you as a believer. As I'm walking you through these things, this is discipling you. So that you can turn around and help other people. See the love of God. Live the life God's called them to. But you have to be willing to want different, to think different, to feel different, and to do different. This is that preparation that's going to help you remove the upper limiting beliefs. Next time I'm going to give you more on how do you remove the upper limiting beliefs in our next episode and until then, I just want to thank you so very much for listening. I appreciate your time. It is, a, it is a gift that you give me. So thank you. Listen, you have got this. You have everything you need for life and godliness. You got it, my friend. Thanks a bunch for listening. And until next time, live fearlessly free.